the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. A couple minutes after 4 and you are tuned in to AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com and the Tim DeMoss Show in specific. Thanks for tuning in. Forecast calling for a lot of clouds basically all week. That's in a nutshell. Rain coming and going. Heavy at times. A little sunny break here there on the humid side. 83 the high the rest of today. Down to 68 tonight. Tomorrow's high, 80. Phillies in Washington rained out last night. Going to try and make that up tomorrow with the day-night doubleheader. They do play again this evening at 7.05. Try and get that series started. Jake Arrieta on the mound for the Phils. Patrick Corbin for the uh, Nationals. Should be a good game. Should be a good show today, too, I'm hoping. Lord willing, it's a blessing to you. We have a couple of spe- uh, special guests. We have Pastor Paul Shepard of Destin for Victory On. He is uh, the, uh, on the air every day, 2.30 in the afternoon, 9.30 in the evening, with our Ministry of the Month, as it turns out, for June, Destin for Victory. We'll chat with him. We also have Ed Rowland, who is the lead vocalist and main lyricist for the band Collective Soul. You may know them if you remember. They have big songs, especially in, in the uh, 90s, songs called... Uh, Shine and uh, December and The World I Know. And they have a new record out coming out this Friday. And I want to chat with Ed a little bit during the program, too. We have some giveaways to hand out. And before we do any of that, though, I feel like I need to say hello uh, to Joe, the hardest working producer in Philadelphia radio between 402 and 458. Joe, I didn't even. How was your Father's Day, man? Did you, you know, we didn't even get to talk about that. And. Just give me a little insight. I skipped right past that yesterday. Uh, it was great. It yeah. Was great. How about you? Fine. How about yours? It was nice. I got I got a lovely nice meal goodness. and yeah. family took care of me. Some presents. My son bought me a matching shirt. Oh. He and I have matching shirts. Oh no. He thought that it was like an honor. <laughs> it was an honor, a thing to honor our our relationship. So, and I got a picture of my son and I and my dad as well who came over. So we had a nice time. A little dinner wow. action. Among other things. Form one of those acapella groups if you get another couple of shirts. Is that what it takes, the shirts? It, it takes the shirts. Forget how we sing. It's just the shirts? It's just the shirts. <laughs> you would know, wouldn't you? <laughs> what did you guys do? Did you get together? Did you know yes. you went to a ball game recently. Uh, Thomas gave me a, um, he gave me a, um, I don't know exactly what you call it. He knows that I go out and watch birds. I go out. I, I, I'm trying to find some hummingbirds in the area, so I feed them and all that stuff. Nice. And he gave me a wine pourer. You put it on the top of a wine bottle, and when you turn it over, it chirps uh, like a bird. We, that's interesting. Yeah. it's uh, And it draws the birds to the area so then you can... I, I don't know. It, it, certainly the wine tastes the same. So. Wow. <laughs> Look at you. Well, that's, that's interesting stuff. Yeah, he's that's, a sweetheart. He's, that's he's nice you guys can hang out together like that. Yeah. Well, good. Are you ready for a fine broadcast today? Yeah, when does that start? The broadcast? Yes. We're kind of in oh, it already. Oh, 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 oh. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. You can take that a number of ways. 
I'll take it in a nice way. Actually, what I'd like to do before we get busy here uh, is to see if we uh, want to invite folks. Actually, I'd like to invite folks to call in to win a gift card to Wawa or Duncan or, or Rita's. It's your choice. We do this every now and again, courtesy of Brian or Chevrolet. So 800-560-WFIL is our number if you would like to win one. If you've never won one before, we do try to spread the wealth, if you will. Just something simple, $5.60. It's our frequency, and it's a way of spreading a little joy around. Uh, so we do that almost every day on the program, 800-560-9345. If you would like a gift card, you can choose which one you would like to which of those three venues. So feel free to give a call in if you'd like to do that. We also uh, have our guests ready to roll, and starting with Pastor Paul Shepard. Again, Ministry of the Month, WFIL. It's called Destined for Victory, and you can catch it 2.30 and 9.30 weekdays. So uh, we will... Bring in now. I believe we have Pastor Paul ready to go. How are you, sir? Hey, Tim. I'm doing well. Hope you are, and, and the listeners as well. Yeah, they get to enjoy your program a couple times each weekday, 2.30 in the afternoon and also 9.30 in the evening, and then also a couple of times in the weekend. PastorPaul.net, folks can find out more about that. I think you've been on our station for a few years now here in Philly, and of course you have Philadelphia Roots. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Born and raised in Philly, spent my first 31 years of life there before uh, moving to California to pastor out, out here. But love Philly, always have, always will. Yeah, I think you were I'm thinking the neighborhood, um, the church that you were at was uh, West Oak Lane Church of God for seven years, I think. Correct, correct. My dad was a pastor in, in Philly for 45 years. Um, the last and, and longest of those pastorates was West Oak Lane Church of God. Of course, after um, being saved as a youngster and growing up doing all the youth stuff in church, I eventually became an associate pastor of my home church there. So when I left there, I was the uh, assistant to my to my dad, who, who passed back in 08. But hmm. it was wonderful to learn ministry directly from him. And I often say, if you want a baptism by fire, just try to pastor people who've known you all your life. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> well, talk about that for a second, just because obviously without the Lord getting a hold of you, there is no ministry, there's no uh, congregation, and, and all radio ministry or otherwise, or, or in the churches too. So just share a little bit about how you came to know him, just growing up through the church over time, God got a hold of you? Yeah, my, uh, my, my dad was a faithful preacher of the gospel, and uh, at an early age I came to to accept the Lord for myself, because, you know, God has no grandkids. you got to know Him for yourself. And mm. uh, I did come to know the Lord as a youngster and uh, grew up uh, in the faith under my dad's tutelage. And then eventually, uh, after I sensed the call to um, ministry, to a teaching-preaching ministry, then he became my primary uh, mentor. And, of course, I did some schooling there, University of Pennsylvania, for college for uh, ministry prep. I, I was at the Center for Urban Theological Studies there in Philly. So yeah. uh, all of the, um, the things that the Lord did to prepare me for the ministry I've been doing in California over these past uh, years, all of those roots are credited to Philly and, and the people there that God used. And you mentioned cuts there. I, I just checked with my dad because I was like, is this the same? My dad taught a philosophy ca- class there in the 70s. Oh, fantastic. Uh, yeah, men were, I guess, already in the pastorate, and they had a relationship with, I think it was Grove City College or something, where they were able to go get certain supplemental classes or whatever as part of their uh, thing. When I was there, it was Geneva College. G- maybe that was what it was. Yeah. Okay, maybe that's what yeah. it was. Yeah, he was trying to, like, like, begins with it. Yeah, so that's it. Yeah, wow, that's great. And, of course, what yep. called, or I mean, the Lord did, but what uh, shifted you from one coast to the other, then, the, the church that you went to after f- being in Philly? 
Well, denominationally, I'm part of the Church of God Reformation Movement that's headquartered in Anderson, Indiana. Uh, anybody who's familiar with the Gaithers, they are Church of God people. Anybody who's familiar with Sandy Patty, she's Church of God. And so I've been in that movement all of my life, and one of the Church of God congregations in the San Francisco Bay Area, East Palo Alto, California, the call first came in 1988 saying, would you, uh, our pulpit is vacant, would you consider pastoring here? And I knew at that point that the Lord was about to send my uh, send me out uh, into a senior pastorate. I had told my dad that I'm not I'm not to be your successor. God's made that clear to me, so mm. I'm just waiting to hear where He wants me to go. And my dad said, "Well, just keep me posted." And so when these when this call came, I I didn't really want to pastor an existing church. Frankly, what I wanted to do was pioneer a church, launch a church from scratch, because. The vision I had was to reach unchurched people and not always to be quite tradition-bound. And having grown up as a PK and having grown up around church folk all my life, most of them don't really like change that much. So I figured, why go to an existing church and try to introduce a whole lot of change? Hmm. Um, so I was just kind of hoping the Lord was going to send me to a, a part of the country where I would take a nine-to-five job, and start a church the, the usual church planning way as a Bible study in my home. That was my plan, but it wasn't God's. He, he ended up uh, linking me with these people in East Palo Alto, and even when I shared the vision and the things that were in my heart to do, they had the, the best attitude. They said, look, we've been a, a small traditional church all of our existence. We'd love to see God do something new, so as long as you stick with the Word, we'll stick with you. That convinced us both that we should partner, and in 1989, I moved to Northern California. My wife and two kids at the time, they were five and three, wow. and we uh, we got started. So been out here in California since 1989, doing the work of the Lord, and that's where both broadcast ministries, the first was Enduring Truth, and the, the current one uh, is Destined for Victory, and both were birthed uh, there as well. Pastor Paul Shepard, our guest, and again, the uh, program Destined for Victory on WFIL 2.30 each weekday afternoon, also 9.30 weekday evenings, and a couple of times on the weekend, Saturday morning and uh, Sunday afternoon and evening. Uh, and uh, as you're talking about that, I'm thinking, you know, it's interesting to, to see how the Lord goes and, and takes you from one place to another, and as long as your heart's open, how he then continues to grow things and expand things, because I understand, I guess you were at one church for a number of years, and then went from there to another church in California where you currently minister, plus one in Michigan. So maybe just tell that how that, that played out, how the Lord led you that direction. Well, the church uh, that I pastored the longest here in California was, uh, it started as East Palo Alto Church of God. One of the early changes was the change of our, our name, and we changed our name to Abundant Life Christian Fellowship. Right. So I pastored Abundant Life for 20 years uh, before resigning there, and... Um, God blessed that church. That's where Enduring Truth was birthed. And after I stepped away from that for a time of personal examination and restoration, uh, then the Lord made clear to me that I was to stay in California. Uh, I was kind of hoping to to go to another part of the country, but uh, he said, no, I'm not done with you there. Hmm. And so that meant we had to launch a new church, and so we started Destiny Christian Fellowship in October of 2010. So my current pastorate, we're eight and a half years into that, and uh, God is continuing to bless us and help us uh, reach people and disciple those who know the Lord. 
And um, and the radio ministry, Destined for Victory, was quite a surprise. I kind of thought I was done on radio, but some of the, the uh, stations that carried us in the Enduring Truth days, they said, we hear that you're, you're still ministering in Northern California, still pastoring, and our listeners uh, want to hear what you have to share from the Word. So um, they said, we, we need you on our station. I said, I don't have a broadcast ministry. They said, well, why don't you start one so we can get you on this station? Uh-huh. And literally, that's how uh, Destined for Victory started in 2011. And so God's just been very, very faithful and uh, blessed us to, uh, to to really help make a difference. You know, I'm sure you're familiar, Tim, but uh, a lot of folks still need to figure out that um, America is a mission field these days. We're, we're not... Some folks like to wax nostalgic and, and think of their days when we had clear Judeo-Christian roots uh, that were prominent throughout our, our society, but we, all we have to do is look around and we can see that uh, there's been quite an assault on those roots and quite an assault on the things that many of us baby boomers and the generation that raised us held so dearly. So now we're, we're in a mission field. There, there are countries actually sending missionaries to America to save it. <laughs> that's how, that's kind of how desperate it is. And so yeah. we who are on, um, on the radio stations like WFIL, we have to be true and faithful to the Word because people need to be saved and they need to be discipled in the things of Christ. Pastor Paul Shepard, our guest from the ministry Destined for Victory, our ministry of the month during June. 2.30 and 9.30 is when you can catch that program weekday afternoons and evenings, several times on the weekend continue our conversation with Pastor Paul in just a moment. You can also get a free download and more and enter to win some things too at WFIL.com. Help yourself to that. A little later on in the hour, looking forward to Ed Rowland, the uh, lead singer and main lyricist for the band Collective Souls, going to join us as well. And we have some giveaways to take care of, all part of the Tim DeMoss Show today on AM560, WFIL and WFIL.com. Thanks for tuning in today. It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast, available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. 418 on AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. Pastor Paul Shepard, our guest, destined for victory. The program, 2.30 and 9.30 weekdays. You can catch in the afternoon and evening and also on weekends. And um, currently on 400 stations or so across the country. So, again, an obvious it's, – it's interesting in the little chat we've had already, you've mentioned a couple of things that are close to your heart and how God still says, no, no, not yet, or this direction for now, or – and That's again, right. <laughs> so to go from not being on at all to over 400 radio stations, you can only explain that as God is saying, this is what I have for you. Yes, it, it really was the Lord, because I, I tried to discourage it. I said, no, no, I, you know, I, I did uh, the national radio thing. It was great. I was on the, religious, uh, the National Religious Broadcasters Board of Directors, so I've been there, done that. I'm just going to pastor a local church. They said, no, uh, <laughs> our listeners are insisting that you continue to preach the Word. They said, that your ministry is relevant, you speak to where people are, and it's a voice that's needed along with the other um, standard voices on Christian radio. And so they, they almost made me get back on the radio, and now I, I really am honored to be on stations like WFIL, continuing to preach the Word of God and hearing from listeners that, that yes, the Word is impacting them and making a positive difference. So I give God all the glory. You also mentioned uh, Michigan. Yes. I For a while there, I thought I was going to pastor in both locations, a, a church in the Detroit area as well as a destiny. But uh, I only ended up spending three and a half months in Detroit. That didn't 
work out as I kind of thought it could have. Yeah. Um, I was going to split my time between the two states, but it, it was clear that church needed a dedicated full-time pastor who did nothing but focused on them. Yeah. And I'd said, well, I'm not that guy. So I'll tell you what, why don't I let you all find that person? And uh, I, so I just poured into them as best I could for three and a half months. And I went back to uh, California. The folks there were really thrilled to get me back because, you know, when you're a hands-on pastor, as I've always tried to be, you end up being kind of like a spiritual parent. And people don't take too kindly to the idea of their parent, you know, helping to raise another family, too. So yes, right. They kind of wanted me to focus on them in Cali, and so that's what God is blessing, blessing me to do, and I'm enjoying the ministry. Pastor Paul Shepard with our Ministry of the Month, Destined for Victory, on the program today. Tim DeMoshio, AM560, WFIL, WFIL.com. You have the Philly perspective, since your roots are here, the California perspective as well, ministering there, and the Michigan perspective, among others. What do you see in common wherever you go, and how are things different, perhaps? I think it's always good to think beyond what's right in front of us. Not everybody's experiencing things the same way that we do. That, that's really true, and it made, me, it made me think back to how the, uh, the apostles, how they really uh, maximized their gifting. Paul, for instance, when he would travel to evangelize different uh, cities and, and regions, when we look at when we kind of study what he did in the book of acts it's quite um it's quite a a learning curve from one place to another for instance when he ministered in berea and in thessalonica the ministries were always based at the synagogue and he preached the gospel from that basis but when he goes to places uh like corinth or in act 17 when he goes to athens he is among people who are not that uh, married to or even familiar with um, the the Judeo ethic, and therefore he can't come at them from a Moses perspective because they don't necessarily know or respect Moses. And so what Paul teaches us in 1 Corinthians 9 is, there's a verse that says, I become all things to all men, that by all means I may win some. Mm. And I found in my travels, uh, ministering in Philly, ministering in Cali, ministering in Detroit for a short period of time, you really do have to get to know what the needs, the hurts, the interests, the values of the people are in each area, and then that's how you take the gospel and make it live among them. The gospel has power built in, but sometimes we don't package it correctly. Uh, So if Paul had gone to Athens talking only about Moses, he would have missed his opportunity. Mm. But when you look at him in Acts 17, he goes... um, to the Areopagus, uh, where the Greek philosophers speak, and he first he pays a compliment. He said, I walked around town, and I see that you all are very religious, so much so that you have a, an altar to an unknown God. He said, I came to town to tell you who that God is. So he immediately had their attention, and then he preached Jesus, and some folks were saved. Yeah, stepping into their shoes. I think everybody wants to be appreciated, and if you just even take a little time to understand where they're coming from, that can go a long way. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And Christians have to get good at paying compliments. Sometimes we're so busy telling people they're going to hell, <laughs> we, don't even, <laughs> we don't even try to find something good and, and noteworthy. And uh, But everybody loves a compliment. Everybody loves to know that they are cared for. Yeah. You know, you, you're you familiar with the saying, people don't care how much you know till they know how much you care. And so we've got to learn to do that even in evangelism. 
if folks have listened to Destined for Victory, they will know that humor is a definite part of the uh, messages. And, uh, and just being a, a, you know, a solid communicator to engage people and then really have practical things for them to hang their hat on. My brother used to say to our pastors very friend, in a friendly way, but like if what you're saying today, I can't remember tomorrow when I'm sweating and I'm, he's a painter. And if I can't remember what you're saying, forget, don't even preach it. Like, like in a nice, you know, obviously That's there's ex- right. exceptions, but how does, how does what you're going to say today help me tomorrow as I go out into the week, and so I can serve that God. That is what people, that is exactly what their hearts are, are saying. Every time we mount a podium or stand in front of a class, they need to know if this is going to make a difference in my life when I leave here. And I, that's what I spend my time doing, trying to, um, to, to make sure that the timeless message, it is a truth truthful and always will be message, but the timeless message has to be packaged in a way that's timely and meaningful to people. I work hard at doing that, using my humor and every other uh, thing I can to to engage them. Yeah. You know, uh, it's interesting you were sharing about uh, earlier your heart when you moved to California to perhaps start something from scratch and maybe build a church from a non-traditional standpoint. I uh, the, the program here has been on for nine or ten months, the afternoon show. And my heart is based on John three sixteen, and and the idea that everyone, uh, and especially because there's research that talks about how a lot of people who listen to Christian radio aren't even Christians. They're, they may be they're seekers, right. right? So they can listen in their cars privately and, and kind of without even being in the church. No one knows they're listening, but they're listening. Right. So to that point, what might you say to folks who are listening to WFIL today who aren't Christians? Just, you know, you've walked with the Lord for many years and— uh, you know how what might what might you encourage them with or or point them to well i what I would say to them is that you're doing a noble thing, you're like the Bereans in the book of Acts. It says that they were interested in hearing truth so that they could evaluate it for themselves. They didn't want to be preached to in a way that uh, the preacher kind of said, "Just do it because I said people aren't interested in that." They want to do it because they believe in their hearts this is the right way to go. And so you're doing a noble thing to even listen, to engage with uh, teachers like myself and others on the station. And uh, please forgive us for those times when we, uh, when we might sound a little uh, abrasive. Our goal it shouldn't be to be abrasive. It should, though, to be, to be uh, persuasive. Rick Warren used to always say, uh, you can be uh, persuasive without being abrasive. Mm. That's what I try to do. Forgive us when we miss the mark on that, but we're just so passionate about letting you know that Jesus is the way, the truth, and life, and that Jesus didn't come. The, the other thing I'd say, Tim, to the audience uh, that doesn't yet know the Lord is that Jesus didn't come to start a religion, so we're not trying to make you religious. He came to establish a relationship between the Father and man. And so don't worry about the religions the religion just just get to know who god is and as you get to know him through jesus christ you'll grow in your walk with him and that's what's most important yeah pastor paul shepherd destined for victory our ministry of the month for june glad to have him on our program today tim demas show am 560 wfil and wfil.com we'll continue our chat we'll take a brief break here and come back at you with a little quick weather and sports update also our conversation with pastor paul and also Lead singer of Collective Soul, Ed Rowland, going to join us as well. They have a new album out on Friday. We'll chat with him about that, too. We'll try and get a giveaway or two in here along the way.
It's all happening here on AM 560 WFIL. Thanks for tuning in. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. 431, Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. How you doing? Thanks for listening in. Forecast calling for a lot of clouds the rest of the day. Showers and thunder showers and spots. 83 the high, low of 68 tonight. More clouds and rain overnight. And really the next several days, never very far from a cloudy sky and showers and thunder showers. You always get that occasional sunny break. And that may happen a few times uh, over the next few days. But just be prepared for the clouds, the humidity, the rain. 80 the high tomorrow. Phil's in Washington had that rain thing happening last night. They waited several hours, couldn't get the game in. They'll try and make that up tomorrow during a day-night doubleheader. In the meantime, try and kick off their series at 7.05 this evening. Jake Arrieta on the mound for the Phils. Patrick Corbin for the Nats should be a good matchup. And the Flyers released their preseason schedule. They have a rookie game Wednesday, the, uh, September 11th, against the Islanders rookie team taking place in Allentown. And then uh, five days later, Monday the 16th, if you want to put that on your calendar, the Flyers preseason starts at home with the Islanders' parent team. They also have the Bruins and the uh, Rangers on their home schedule. Also, Flyers making a trade, sending a couple of draft picks to the San Jose Sharks, who I think have one of the coolest logos in sports. For defenseman Justin Brown, not a big scorer, but dependable on the plus side. He plays uh, pretty much every game every year. He's steady and lots of playoff experience. I think of the nine years he was with the Sharks, he played in the playoffs. Eight of those years has 84 games of playoff experience. And it does make a difference when you get there to have somebody who knows what it's like to play in high-pressure situations. So hopefully it'll be a positive pickup for the Flyers. Continuing our conversation, Pastor Paul Shepard, our guest for a little bit here today. We're very glad to have a chance to chat. The Ministry of the Month is actually destined for victory. The focus on that this month and uh, one of the other areas, you know, you've been married for, what, 36 years, 37, something like that? 37 years, wow. yes, sir. And a couple of children, Lord blessed you with. You mentioned they were five and three when you went to California. Now, I guess they're in their 20s or whatever it might be. They're in their 30s, 30s, and they are my daughter, the oldest of the two, is the executive director of Destined for Victory Ministries, and my son handles inventory and and uh, some of my social media stuff. And so both of them are partners with me in, in my ministry. I, I'm a blessed man to have my two children um, love the Lord and and to be partners with me in ministry. That's a, that's a rare thing, but a great, great honor for a pastor to say his kids don't resent the church. They actually are part of the kingdom of God and its work. Yeah, well, to that end, I was going to say, maybe you could lay a little wisdom on us about marriage and parenting. Uh, including the fact that what you just said, the, the fact that your children didn't grow up presenting, dad's always out doing, serving somebody else but has no time for us or whatever it might be. Because uh, whatever, whatever people are doing when they, as they listen, that work-life balance and, and even beyond that, the heart balance of how do you, how do you take care of all these responsibilities in, in a godly way? Yes, indeed. Well, um, with marriage, I, I give all the, all the accolades possible to my wife. She has put up with me. <laughs> Um, all these 37 years, I've made many mistakes, had failure and, and all of that, but she has, um, she is a discerner of the heart and she just, um, has always said, I know that your heart is to please God and do his will. And even when you've come short, you have, you have handled it correctly. And, um, and so she has been a lifelong partner in every sense of the word. And I'm, I couldn't be more blessed 
uh, in my marriage. So we who are married folk just not have to figure out that um, the only way you make it till death do us part, rather than one of them killing the other one, <laughs> is you've got to uh, make sure that uh, there's a lot, a lot of uh, grace, forgiveness, and a lot of sincerity. Um, and if, if we have that, I think God can bless us to, uh, to have long-term marriages. Mm. Um, where parenting is concerned, I think one of the biggest challenges for those of us, especially in ministry, but for every Christian parent, to realize that um, God didn't call us to marry our work. He called us to raise our children in the training and instruction of the Lord. And so as a pastor, I'm, I made sure that I never married my ministry. I married my wife, and I raised my kids. The ministry I treat more like um, like something I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave one day, so I can't be married to it because one day I'm going to hopefully retire if the Lord gives me long enough life to retire and hand it off to someone else. So a lot of people treat their, their career like that's their life, but there's a difference between making a living and making a life, and we need to make sure that life is more important than the way we make our money. Pastor Paul Shepard from our Ministry of the Month for June, Destined for Victory, which you can catch at 2.30 and 9.30 every weekday afternoon and weeknight. You're listening to The Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. When you're not ministering, how about some downtime, some recharge? You're a sports fan, time with your wife. How does that all go? So my wife and I put breaks into our weekly, monthly, and quarterly schedules. Instead of taking one vacation a year, we take four shorter vacations so that every quarter we have a week or so that we're going to get away from everything and everybody mm. and um, and just chill out. I love sports. I still I love the Sixers when they put together good enough teams. This, this year they did pretty well, so I follow them. Yeah. I'm out here in the Bay Area, so I follow the Warriors, although they just lost uh, in the finals, hopefully. Um, our injured players can get well. We'll stay with us after free agency. We'll see how it goes. But I love sports and, and all of that. But, yeah, I make sure to, to make me time and we time for my wife and myself. That's great. Good. That's good, good, good. Well, and by the way, I believe you're scheduled to be in Philly later this summer in uh, near the end of August, a couple of, couple of dates. One of them, Bethel Deliverance International Fellowship of Churches, has a convocation going on. Uh, Bishop Eric Lambert has a program on WFIL about an hour after yours each weekday. Yes. So, yeah. Yes, I, I, I got that invite from the bishop. I'm happy to. I have accepted it. Looking forward to being with them one of the nights of their convocation. And I hope some of our listeners will, will join me there. Yeah. Folks, and find out more at PastorPaul.net. How can people pray for you? Well, just pray that we'll uh, continue to um, to see fruit for our labor, I, I really do need more. You know, they, they, I'm sure folks say, oh, there's all those broadcasters again, always asking for money. But I hope uh, listeners will understand it really is a partnership. We can't do it without the support of our listeners. And not everyone can support every ministry, but I'm praying that enough folks will have uh, destined for victory on their hearts where they'll Send what they can. Partnership is a monthly thing because bills are a monthly thing. Yeah. And um, if the Lord touches you to help us uh, do what we're doing, I would love to stay on, uh, on until Jesus comes. I, I tell folks sometimes, I want to be the black J. Vernon McGee. I want to I <laughs> be on the radio even after I'm with the Lord. So, <laughs> but the only way that can happen is 
if your listeners and supporters continue to contribute. So I yeah. uh, pray that that will happen because I want to be I want to be on WFIL for years and years to come. Well, we hope the same thing. I know uh, when folks donate, I think uh, there's a couple of things this month. There's when your stuff hits the fan, the CD, and when the anointing arrives early, DVD, that I believe uh, yes, those sir. are available to, to folks if they – do. You, you have so many messages. I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to put you on the spot and say, do you remember you know, what each of these messages is about? Um, but, I mean, do, do you have off the top of your head either of those, the, the gist of those – uh, yeah, well, the the most recent message uh, came in the wake of all the Me Too uh, stuff that's going on in our culture, and uh, all of the the high profile people who were being who are either being charged or indicted for various acts of misbehavior or whatever. And that's why I thought, you know what, we really need to stop and and realize that we can't just spend our lives pointing fingers at people. All of us. I need to look inwardly and say, Lord, am I becoming the person you want me to be? And and how am I handling my imperfections and my, uh, when I do fall short, am I handling it in a way that pleases God? So that's what gave birth uh, to the the CD that we're offering this month. And then the DVD uh, is a message that helps people understand uh, we're all called but you can't necessarily jump out there and do at any old time what you feel called to do. There's a difference between when we're called and when we're launched or sent out. So we've got to find God's timing, and timing is the key. And so hmm. I hope those uh, messages will, will be a blessing. Those are, that's a great word, that, that, that part about the timing. And you even kind of addressed that at, during our conversation about your heart and what God, how we redirected things or eventually got around to the things you were hoping for, but not at the exact moment it came across your brain. <laughs> so, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, great. It's a pleasure to talk with you, and we're glad to have uh, Destined for Victory as our Ministry of the Month for June and have you on year-round. So we pray that we'll uh, continue to be a blessing and, and point people to your ministry and ultimately toward the Lord himself. That's what it's all about. Thank you, Tim. It's been a joy to be on with you, and uh, blessings to you and the work you're doing there. Amen. Hope to have a chance to maybe cross paths later in the summer when you're in town. Maybe we'll get a chance to see you. <laughs> Yes, sir. Let's do it. All right. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Pastor Paul Shepard, destined for victory. Again, you can catch that program 2.30 and 9.30 weekday afternoons and evenings. Also Saturday mornings and Sunday afternoons and evenings. The weekend editions, pastorpaul.net for more info. And again, the ministry destined for victory, our ministry of the month during June. Glad to have Pastor Paul on today. We'll take a short break. Then we're going to welcome aboard another guest, Ed Rowland. He is the lead singer and main lyricist for the band Collective Soul. They have a record coming out this Friday, been in this uh, business, if you will, for a quarter century, and this new record, we'll chat about that a little bit and some other cool things, too. It's all coming up on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. And by the way, if you'd like to win a gift card to Duncan, Wawa, or uh, Rita's, give me a call right now, 800-560-WFIL. Take a random winner to win, 800-560-9345 right now to win with WFIL. Live and local, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. 444, AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Listen to the Tim Show. Thank you for tuning in. We are welcoming aboard this time... Ed Rowland, he is the 
lead singer and main lyricist for the band uh, Collective Soul. Also plays guitar. Got a new album coming out. How you doing? Good, man. <laughs> Good. Thank you for taking time to check in. Thank you. Congratulations on the new record. Thank you, bud. Share a bit if you would. How it came together? How how long has it been in the works? Just because it's new doesn't mean it hasn't been going for you know years in the progress. Possibly, you know. Uh, two years ago, we started. We actually set out to make a double album, and then our management kind of said, "You do realize it's 2018, 2019. Nobody makes double albums." <laughs> so uh, this is the first one that's coming out, and then the second one to come out next year. Okay, and then hopefully somebody will make a double vinyl for me for me so i can brag about it I yeah made a double album <laughs> yeah well yeah and the vinyl thing is circling back into vogue now so you'll be oh, it's always been in vogue with me i have one on the back of the bus I, that's all i listen to i don't i don't stream i just kind of go and get the vinyl and it's just it's something that stimulates me for yeah. lack of a better term yeah you have a number of different styles on this album blood uh First one's really hard rocking. As you go through, there's guitar, there's piano, lots of variety, lots of energy. How pleased are you with the final result? Well, I think it's the best we've done. And once again, I, I bring a lot of credit to uh, when Jesse and Johnny joined the band. They kind of came in and kickstart, you know, me, Dean, and Will. They're such great musicians, but they're great people. And it was just a whole – if I could go back in time and restart this band, this would be the cats I'd want in the band. Hmm. And when we went in the studio, it was just literally I'd walk in at nine in the morning, <clears throat> excuse me, have my cup of coffee and talk with our engineer, Sean. They'd show up at noon. We'd break bread. I kind of had the arrangement of the songs, what we were going to do. And, you know, by seven o'clock that night, the song was done. It was just that that simple, that fun and that energetic. The word consistent comes to mind, too, as they listen through the record sonically and in other ways, too. You oh, feel, cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Because. I mean, we recorded in uh, one part, we recorded 10 songs in a two-week period, and then the other 10 songs were recorded in a 10-day period. So it was, you know, set up and go. Let's go, boys. <laughs> how many songs, just on a side note, how many songs do you think you've written or started to write over the years? Oh, I wouldn't know. I mean, this is our 10th, and we have 11th one done. I've done a solo album and two with another band, so... I mean, I can't even, is that 14? The average, at least 10, so that's 140 songs. And I'm sure there's been about 50 the bands told me to go throw in the trash can when I presented <laughs> to them. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's what I mean. I'm sure there's plenty that, you know, you have to decide what goes on the album. Or do you, do you not have a lot of extra? Do you, do you find, sometimes I talk to an artist and they've, you know, they had 30 songs or 50 songs, and they whittled it down, and maybe you don't get all far afield that way, and you just have more of a zeroed in on what you know you want to do. Do you find that to be true for you? I have a, I have a lot, and what I do is I sit down and I kind of just either whether it's on a piano or, or acoustic guitar or electric guitar, I just kind of make a like, real simple uh, mono demo, and I present it to the guys, and they go, I kind of like where that's going, or I like the, where that's going. So I usually present, yeah, about thirty to forty songs, okay. and they'll go, yeah, I like this. It just so happened on this, they were like, I like this song. They liked every song. I was like, oh, this would be fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, the collaborative, the collaborative process, I'm sure, is, is part of also, I mean, the band's been together, a lot of the band, I guess, for many years. And I, I'm thinking that's got to factor into the fact that the sound has to, you know, the, the family that's built over the years has to, you know, really play into the sound eventually, right? It, it does. And we, we actually go back and listen to where we started. We don't go back to the Hence record, but we go back to the second one. And we listen to, like, what got us to where we are you know and and we 
make sure we don't alienate that sound too much. Yeah. You know, you, you want to keep it in there. It's the cornerstone, and then you can expand from there. So, you know, once again, my brother being in the band and Will, I've, I've known their whole life. They're 10 years younger than me, so I've known them my whole life. And when Jesse and Johnny came in, they came from basically the same environment and we, roundabout ways. Uh, we've known each other our whole lives, too. So uh, having that friendship really helps in yes. anything, it, it, whether it's a band or marriage or whatever. Sure. You know, any relationship. Ed Roland, our guest from Collective Soul. New record's called Blood, coming out this Friday the 21st. Back with more on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL, WFIL.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. WFIL, WFIL.com, Tim DeMoss Show, rolling along with Ed Roland, lead singer and main songwriter for Collective Soul. They have a new CD out this Friday called Blood. Listen through it. The songs have a lot of depth to them lyrically, as has been the case for many years. I remember when, I, when the band first came out and the song Shine was on the radio, I thought, hmm, I wonder where the band's coming from. I personally am a Christian. It was of interest to me, like... I wonder if they have some background in things of faith. I had read your dad was a pastor somewhere. Not that the band's a Christian band, but if you speak to that, do you have a, a yeah, background? No, in that no sort I of have stuff? no problem talking about that yeah. now. But when, uh, yeah, my dad was a minister, uh, was till the day he passed. Hmm. Um, and like I said, we all grew up and we knew each other. So church was a big part of what we did. That's how we got to know each other. My, of course, my brother being my brother, but Will and, um, and I'll never forget my dad telling me when Shine hit, he goes, you wrote a prayer. And I was like, nah, I believe in, and I, and I do believe in separation of church and rock and roll. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of running from it. And then later in life, I went back and I went, yeah, I was writing a prayer. It was just asking for guidance. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It just at the time, I didn't realize it. Yeah. And, and sometimes that's that's a good thing. Don't, don't, don't think about it too much. Just let it come and channel it and let's mm. go. Even on the, and on the new record, there are a couple songs that jumped out. It's even the first one. Now is the time to love. The, I think part of the lyric I took out of there was kind of regardless of where you're coming from on this uh, spiritually speaking. Now is the time to love one another in our you know in our in our day what, and age. One hundred percent. And it just doesn't come from the religious aspect. It comes from the political aspect. It comes from society right now. To me, I was I was just getting so frustrated with you know I couldn't even watch my sports channel without it becoming a political. <laughs> you know, I just want to see grown men hit each other really hard <laughs> you know i don't want to i don't want to talk about anything else i want to see the basketball go in the hoop i want to see the the yeah. home run and it just it was just so overwhelming it was like man this has got to just stop man you know and, I, and i'm an old soul i know that i'm an old hippie cat yeah and i just think you know love's love's gonna answer it's gonna be the the answer to it all and, and we can all agree to disagree but it's 
you got to do it a little bit better than where we're going right now. Yeah, track six, Observation of Thoughts, also is interesting. Some of the lyrics had said, like, I'm just a sinner reaching for a Savior's hand, or I feel like a promise broken for eternity, so lay it on down, lay it all on me. Another prayer in a way, would you say? Or Yeah, the, the, that song came from um, my my wife lost her sister to cancer. She fought it for five years. Hmm. She was 43 years old. Sorry and I was just that. watching her at, at times have doubt of faith, doubt of you know, is, is there a God? Why, if there was a God, why would this happen? Sure. You know, one only her sister was a best friend. So I was just kind of observing, you know, no. Yeah. And so when I wrote it, it was just, uh, you know, even the stone said Jesus had his moment of doubt and pain. You know, mm-hmm. we all have that. And I just wanted to document it for her that it's okay. It's okay to feel that way. That's, that's human nature to, to have a moment of doubt. And then, from there, we pick it up and we go. We move forward. Yeah. Well, congratulations on the new record. Uh, one last thing, just as you're mentioning there, the, the sports side of things, being from Georgia, and I guess you're based in Atlanta now? or Correct, so, yes. So your Braves are doing pretty well. Are you a baseball fan, or which which sport do you like the most? Oh, I love baseball. I love uh, – we love all sports. I mean, uh, but uh, SEC football is probably our favorite. <laughs> Jesse and I are big Bulldog fans, and that drives my brother Dean nuts because he's a Tech fan. And then <laughs> – and Johnny just goes along, our drummer, he just goes along with whoever's winning. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. But, but the Braves are doing great. Took two out of three from you Phillies this weekend. I Sorry. Know, I know. And they got right. Dallas Keuchel on the mound, which who a lot of Philly fans are saying we should have signed him. And now they're gonna, he's starting for the Braves, I think, this Friday, the day your album comes out. That's right. That's and right. may make us regret it. So. Oh, I, well, I hate to say it, but I hope so. <laughs> have you had a chance to meet an athlete who, who you know, knows, I'm sure this happens, who knows your music, a big fan of Collective Soul? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that went on from the beginning. I remember I was out with the uh, Diamondbacks when uh, uh, they were winning the World Series, Schilling yeah. and Johnson were pitching, and I would sit with the, they're, they're very, um, what's the word, uh, superstitious, the wives are. So <laughs> when they won, I happened to be there, and I sat between the wives and so they they would fly me out during the whole, and they played the Braves during that series, and I had to sit in the Diamondbacks with the wives because <laughs> they were winning, and then even during the World Series. So that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. Um, for me, I got to meet Herschel Walker last year, which is a, you know being a Georgia Bulldog fan, it was a that was a big deal. For that's me. great. That's great. Well, thank you so much for your time. I know you got plenty going on today. Congratulations on the new album. Thank you, buddy. See you, bro. Bye-bye. All right. Ed Roland, lead singer of Collective Soul. The CD's called Blood, comes out on Friday. Pastor Paul Shepard, also our guest earlier this hour from the program Destined for Victory, and that program airs at 2.30 and 9.30 weekday afternoons and weekday evenings. It's WFIL's Ministry of the Month. Coming down the home stretch of our program today, looking forward to some other pretty cool guests in the days to come. And don't forget, we have podcasts of all these shows. You know Why? Because the hardest working producer in the Philadelphia radio between 402 and 458.50 actually does a little work outside of the show and posts the podcast up. Usually within you know 45 minutes, you can hear the podcast at WFIL.com. Just go to the drop-down menu there and you'll see Tim DeMoss' show. There are other great podcasts as well from the different ministries on the radio stations to help yourself anytime. And do feel free to let other people know if you enjoy the program. You're welcome to point other folks to it. We're here each weekday, 4 till 5 on WFIL. Going to wrap things up and pass things over now to Jim Maxim, Acts 413 Ministries. He'll lead in prayer next. Looking forward to doing it all over again tomorrow. Have a great night. Drive safely. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. 
Flynn.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.